Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 13th of July, let's begin with updates from the city. A reported 24 parties are expected to attend the second United Opposition meeting in Bengaluru on July 17th to 18th. Former Congress Chief Sonia Gandhi will also host a dinner on July 17th and the Aam Party and Indian Union Muslim League have been invited. KDMK and MDMK, former BJP allies, will also participate. The previous meeting held in Patna had only 17 parties in attendance. In other headlines to enhance public convenience and address concerns, Bengaluru City Police introduced QR codes in over 100 police stations. This feedback mechanism allows visitors to share their opinions freely, enabling officials to identify and resolve issues. Bengaluru City Police Commissioner B. Dayananda stated that complaints will be assessed to hold officials accountable. The initiative initially implemented in the Southeast Division has been replicated across all stations. In some more news, tomato prices have surged in the state with a box of 15 kg tomatoes being auctioned at a record price of 2,200 rupees at the APMC market in Kolar. Due to diseases and a shortage of rain, tomato production has slowed down this year, impacting the export volume. Kolar, situated 70 kilometers from Bengaluru, is well known for its vegetable market and around 70% of vegetables in Bengaluru are supplied from there. Up next, Jairam Raipura, BBMP Zonal Commissioner South, instructed officials to establish a dry waste collection centre at Madiwala Market in Bengaluru. During an inspection, Raipura highlighted that the market generates around 10 tonnes of wet waste daily, with NGOs promoting waste segregation. Out of this, 5 to 6 tonnes are used for cattle feed and biogas production, while the remaining waste is sent to the Chikanagamangla processing plant. Raipura also emphasized proper scientific disposal. Now on to other news. A fly-by-wire Premier 1A aircraft experienced a technical glitch with its nose landing gear and made an emergency landing at Hindustan Aeronautics Limited HAL Airport in Bengaluru. There were two pilots on board and no passengers were present. The Directorate General of Civil Aviation, DGCA, confirmed that the aircraft landed safely. Moving on, Bengaluru-based electric vehicle manufacturer Open Electric has started delivering its flagship motorcycle Roar, priced at 1.5 lakh rupees. The e-bike was launched for sale in May. The company recently organized the first to Roar event, where the first 25 units were handed over to customers at their manufacturing facility in Jigani, Bengaluru. Open Electric received around 20,000 pre-orders and plans to expand its manufacturing capacity, showrooms, service centers and team size. Meanwhile, researchers at the IISC's Department of Materials Engineering have developed a highly flexible composite semiconductor material with potential applications in curved displays, foldable phones and wearable electronics. This material has the potential to replace traditional inflexible semiconductor devices like transistors. The study, published in Advanced Materials Technologies, highlights the significant advancement achieved in polymer addition compared to previous studies. On a different note, Bengaluru student and NEET state topper Dhruv Adani led India to top the medal tally at the 34th International Biology Olympiad in Alain, UAE. India secured an all-gold performance with four gold medals 
while Singapore also won four gold medals. The Indian team was accompanied by esteemed leaders and observers from various scientific institutions, including the National Institute of Advanced Studies, Bengaluru. India has previously excelled in other science Olympiads as well. National News Moving on to the national news. Congress spokesperson Supriya Srinate criticized the Modi government for its response to the sexual harassment allegations against BJP MP and WFI chief Bridge Bhushan Sharan Singh. Srinathi emphasized that the government is being tested by India's daughters and questioned Prime Minister Modi's silence on the matter. She called for Singh's expulsion from the party and demanded his arrest, raising concerns about the handling of sexual harassment cases involving women sportspersons. Meanwhile, Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath announced that the state will pioneer the establishment of 18 safe cities, ensuring a secure and progressive environment for all residents. The development of these cities will occur in phases, with the first phase encompassing all 17 municipal corporations and Gautam Buddha Nagar. This initiative aims to prioritize the safety and welfare of the citizens of Uttar Pradesh. In more news, BJP MLA Agni Mitra Paul responded to the Trinamool Congress victory in the West Bengal Panchayat poll elections, claiming that it was not a public mandate, but a result of pressure imposed by TMC's hooligans. Paul also alleged that the TMC government obstructed the deployment of central forces in sensitive areas. The TMC recently secured victories in more than 42,000 Gram Panchayat seats. Shifting our focus, Uttarakhand's Chief Minister Pushkar Singh Dhami has urged residents and pilgrims to refrain from non-essential travel due to ongoing rainfall. The CM is monitoring the situation around the clock and has instructed district administrations and the SDRF to stay alert. Disaster relief numbers have been shared for those stranded due to the weather conditions on the SDRF's official website. International News Turning our attention to international news, Prime Minister Narendra Modi is set to visit France and the UAE till July 15th to strengthen cooperation in defence, security, energy and other areas. During his visit to France, Modi will attend the Bastille Day Parade as the guest of honour, hold talks with President Emmanuel Macron and engage with the Indian diaspora and business leaders. In the UAE, he will discuss various domains, including healthcare with President Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nahyan. In ongoing news, the UK government announced that it will supply Ukraine with a $64.7 million support package for equipment repair as part of its ongoing conflict with Russia. The United Kingdom will also supply approximately 70 combat and logistic vehicles as well as thousands of rounds of ammunition for Challenger 2 tanks. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak will also firmly support streamlining Ukraine's road to NATO membership. In a recent development, according to the Schengen Visa Info report, Indian Schengen visa applicants lost 87 crore rupees due to several visa rejections that took place last year. A total of 6,71,928 applications were submitted to Indian consulates and visa facilities, with 1,21,188 applications being denied. India had the world's second-highest number of Schengen visa rejections. In some other news, US President Joe Biden opted out of a dinner with NATO leaders, returning instead to his hotel in Lithuania. Representatives from the White House clarified 
that this decision was due to Biden's packed schedule over four consecutive workdays and his need to prepare for an upcoming speech. Notably, this marks the third instance of Biden foregoing a dinner with global leaders during an international visit. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. In the wake of the GST Council's decision to impose a 28% GST on online gambling, casinos and horse racing, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman clarified, We are not aiming to eliminate the online gaming, casino and horse racing industries. Sitharaman further explained that this decision was made after thorough discussions with various stakeholder states and the careful evaluation of its potential effects on tourism. In more business news, Bengaluru-based Prestige Projects Private Limited has acquired a 2.3-acre land parcel near SK Patil Park in Marine Lines for Rs. 704 crores. The property, which previously housed a petrol pump, municipal office and parking lot, was purchased from Marine Drive Hospitality and Realty Private Limited. The transaction involves stamp duty of Rs. 42.24 crores and payments to lenders Edelweiss Assets Reconstruction Company Limited and Rare Assets Reconstruction Limited. Next up, Saudi Arabia has provided Pakistan with $2 billion in financial assistance, according to Pakistan's Finance Minister Ishak Dar. This came just days before the International Monetary Fund's Board of Directors is set to give final approval to a $3 billion bailout. Pakistan had hardly enough foreign exchange reserves to finance a month's worth of regulated imports. Moving on, Maruti Suzuki has launched a CNG version of its Bellino-based SUV, the Franx, expanding its SCNG powertrain lineup to 15 models. The Franx SCNG aims to appeal to environmentally conscious customers with its sporty design and advanced technology. Since 2010, Maruti Suzuki has sold over 1.4 million CNG-equipped vehicles in India. In market news for July 13th, the Sensex experienced a slight dip of 26.38 points, marking a decrease of 0.04% and settled at 65,591.46. Concurrently, the Nifty recorded a drop of 0.90 points, closing at 19,438.50. In terms of individual stocks, approximately 1,682 shares advanced, 1,528 shares declined, and 125 shares remained stable. The Indian rupee strengthened due to upbeat domestic stocks and a faltering US dollar. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Remakes of Hrishikesh Mukherjee's Millie, Rajesh Khanna's Bawarchi, and Gulzar's Koshish were announced. Director Anushree Mehta, known for Mrs. Undercover, shared the news on Instagram, acknowledging the huge responsibility of recreating these iconic films. She expressed commitment to give their best in these projects. In other news, Netflix has deleted the Chinese love drama Flight to You from its Vietnamese platform due to complaints about a problematic map. The exhibition depicted a map with a nine-dash line extending Beijing's territorial claims far into the South China Sea, which Vietnam claimed violated its sovereignty rules. Vietnam previously banned the film Barbie for the same reason. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, renowned filmmaker S.S. Rajamouli recently shared a video on Instagram from his trip to Tamil Nadu. He visited several temples including Brihadishwara and Sri Rangam, accompanied by his family. Reflecting on his journey, Rajamouli stated, Following three months of overseas travel and cuisine, this domestic tour has proven to be both rejuvenating and inspiring. 
In sports news, the MCC World Cricket Committee has recommended to the International Cricket Council that the number of one-day internationals should be reduced after the 2027 World Cup. The MCC suggests that by limiting ODIs, particularly bilateral ones, outside of the year leading up to each World Cup, the quality of the matches could be enhanced. This reduction would also create much-needed space in the global cricket calendar. In some uplifting news from Wimbledon 2023, Novak Djokovic secured his seventh consecutive Wimbledon semi-final spot by defeating world number seven Andrei Rublev in the quarter-finals. The match, which lasted two hours and 48 minutes, saw Djokovic triumph with a score of 4-6-6-1-6-4-6-3. This victory ties him with Roger Federer's record of 46 appearances in Grand Slam men's singles semi-finals. Wrapping up sports news, Carlo Ancelotti, the current manager of Real Madrid, will leave the club at the end of the season, with the great Italian taking over as manager of the Brazilian national team in 2024. According to BILD, the Madrid leadership is exploring a move for former player Zabi Alonso. Alonso was a mainstay in the Spanish capital's midfield for five seasons before concluding his career at Bayern Munich. Bengaluru Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Catch ace comic Abhijit Ganguly as he returns to Bengaluru City with his latest stand-up special performing live at the Boho Rooftop Restaurant and Bar, Brookfield Mall on the 15th of July at 5.30pm. Join an exclusive open mic challenge and bring friends along to the show at My School of Rock, Kurumangla 8th Block, happening on the 16th of July at 6.30pm. Don't miss this opportunity. But wait, there's more. Join a pottery painting class and unleash your inner artist in an exclusive workshop conducted at the Small World Koramangla 5th Block on the 16th of July at 3pm. Attention all sneakerheads! Bengaluru graphic designer Saksham Verma is hosting a unique DIY workshop called Sneak Cut. Here's your chance to craft paper versions of iconic sneakers, perfect for any collector's custom box. Mark your calendars for July 16th from 11.30am to 5.30pm at Cooktown. You can also catch the insanely funny Nishant Tanwar in his latest outing, We Need to Talk, performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 16th of July at 6pm. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. On the 13th of July, Bengaluru is set to experience thunderstorms with lightning, particularly in the afternoon. Light rainfall is highly anticipated. The day's temperature is expected to fluctuate between a comfortable 20 degrees Celsius and a slightly warm 28 degrees Celsius. Factoring in relative humidity, the highest perceived temperature would reach around 32 degrees Celsius. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow me on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and I would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. Make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.